It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The portal's been open for two days. I still feel good about where Auburn's at. Listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with Bears, and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Joining me, as he does every Wednesday, Mike G of the War Report. Happy War Report Wednesday to all who celebrate. Mike G, yesterday on the show, I felt pretty good about where Auburn was one day mm-hmm. into this portal session. Uh, now, as we sit with two days behind us, I still feel great about it. Similar reasons, as I said yesterday, Mike G. Auburn has lost no starters to the portal, and it seems like some of the guys that may have been fringe guys, you kind of get the feeling they may have been processed out or kind of asked to, mm. to kind of find home elsewhere. And since then, Marquise Robinson has entered the portal, which probably could have been a guy that saw more, um, more time next year. And then Jordan Ingram, um, who I didn't really see uh, him having a, a clear path to, to playing time regardless. So Yeah, running back is tough. Yeah, two uh, two days into it, I think Auburn's in, still in a good spot. Yeah, listen, Auburn is in a unique position as it pertains to the portal with the coaching change. So mm-hmm. there were some kids who, again, didn't get a lot of burn or didn't see the vision under the last staff, Zach. And uh, with Hugh Freeze coming in, it, it changes the calculus for them. Now they can start to consider, hey, let me reevaluate whether I fit in this new system because a lot of kids are getting, uh, you know, the slate reset for them under Hugh Freeze to be reevaluated and try to, you know, re-earn a spot, you know, in the in the too deep. Yeah, and, and Marquise Robinson, with with all the guys leaving among the defensive line, he's an interior guy, and the two guys in front of him, I don't think are leaving. Jason Jones being one of them, Marcus Harris. Might go to the draft. I, I don't think he's going to. I don't know how smart that would be. We'll see. But so you're still going to be a reserve guy at best. But you got to think over the next few days, Hugh Freeze and company, they're going to be going after offensive linemen and a ton of defensive linemen as well. So just looking at all the guys in the portal, Mike G, I can't really make an argument with the exception of maybe, maybe to Zaylen Warsham of guys that I think could have emerged into something at some right. point in their Auburn career, just because DeZalen had so much, exp- um, so much time left eligibility left. Um, but still like his path to playing time was so tough. And I kind of wonder like how much, um, how much his coaching staff wanted him there. Well, it's been said that Auburn has offered Rara Thomas from Mississippi state. Yeah. And, you know, that would be a big pickup in the portal. So maybe the writing was on the wall a little bit for him. I kind of yeah, I kind of feel like the wide receiver room is stacked. Um, it, just a lot of guys didn't get a lot of burn because the passing game wasn't there. That We couldn't mm-hmm. get them the ball. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm with you. Outside of Worsham, you know, uh, there, there wasn't a lot. There's not been a lot so far. I mean, we've had more notable returns than we have had departures, if you ask me, when it comes sure. to Auburn. So... Uh, yeah, every team is going to experience some level of attrition through the portal. Uh, and I agree, Zach, you know, so far through a couple of days, Auburn's not really feeling 
the attrition so far in a negative way. No, but you know, just to play devil's advocate, and I mm-hmm. agree with you. I, I think Auburn's in a good spot as far as how the portal process is going, but a lot of the starters on this team are going pro or running out of eligibility, right? Like right. Um, Auburn may be in a situation where they lose. They may have one guy on the team, an mm-hmm. offensive line that starts yep. next year. Zaire is probably it. Mm-hmm. Um, your, your star running back's probably gone, right? We don't know that for sure at the time of us recording this, but like Tank's probably gone. But Jarquez, you, you feel good about that. Jarquez is essentially a starter, right? Can we agree on that? Yeah. And you get your receivers back for the most part. You lose your most productive tight end, but it sounds like they've gone to the portal and they feel good about that tight end they're going to get. Um, FIU, I think, is mm-hmm. where he's from. And, but yeah, like you're losing your defensive line. You're losing your pass rush. You're losing your linebackers. I just think you're going to be okay with corner. But I mean, there, there's, there's a lot of dudes that are leaving, right? There's a lot of guys that are leaving. And so they've got a ton of, ton of spots to fill. But fortunately, there's a ton of scholarships to go around. That's what makes these next two weeks so, so exciting. Um, it, so there was a reporter at Hugh Freeze's intro press conference that asked a question about the portal. And who, who, who was that? I don't know. He extremely handsome, nice voice, uh, definitely returns his shopping carts. Uh, sure. But a lot of questions were asked. And, uh, you know, I always try to redirect to football uh when we get too far off of that so the question i had was about the portal the last staff and i thought it was a pertinent question zach because the last staff did this really poorly right um they did not get a lot of key portal pickups uh and we always knew that this year was going to be a tough year in terms of attrition on the offensive line we knew this was coming so this is definitely not a surprise and what the i wanted to know what the strategy is for him in the portal to get these guys. Now, there are some guys in the portal. I think offensive line is one of those positions that's kind of tough in the portal because you're not seeing a lot of high-profile guys from that position group say, you're I want to go play somewhere else. you more, though, Mike G, than I thought you would. Yeah, I mean, I think this year we might see more than last year. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at the end of the day, this is going to be about evaluation. Mm-hmm. How many guys are at smaller schools that hit the portal that the staff is evaluating as you know potential contributors now at the P5 level. Uh, can they do that well? Is their evaluation of the athletes you know better than what we've seen over the last couple of years? Time will tell. Yeah, and, and I think the evaluation of the recruits and of the transfers was fine. I think it took too long. Right. But you couldn't get them at positions that you really needed. But, like, I mean, finding by Darius Knighton was great. Finding, you know, uh, to- uh, Tony Tony Fair. Is that the defensive tackle from UAB? Was that his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like finding guys like that. I I think for the most part, the the transfers that the old staff brought in were good. It was just they were pieces. Like you need more than pieces right, right. now. Like you, you need dudes that can come in and play right away. And on the flip side of that, Mike G, like you're selling that. You're selling that to these guys. That are yeah. that are in the portal is hey we need a guy to start come in and compete and win the job and like look right now <laughs> uh, the guys you're competing with um, are either unproven dudes or walk ons or like true freshmen from a year ago right, right? and so um, guys that have two years of experience in a smaller school and it's like yeah okay cool here's my chance to to do all of this which I think is uh, which I think could be good as far as Hugh Freeze and the staff 
recruiting. And talking to folks close to the situation yesterday, I love how Hugh Freeze is going about this right now. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of Auburn fans are a little frustrated because they're like, where's the OC at DC? Come on, fill out the coaching staff. OC not that important. Uh, I agree with that. Yeah. The From a recruiting standpoint, you kind of wonder, like, you got to be able to pitch, you know, what kind of defense you're running, unless Hugh's going to, unless Hugh already knows that, right? But I, I do think that matters. But as far as, like, how he's using his time, folks close to Freeze are telling me, like, hey, he um, he's, he's recruiting 24-7, mm-hmm. but when he gets five minutes of spare time, maybe, like, driving in the car or something, he uh that that's when he's focused on like talking to talking to his staff and all that. He he sees the urgency and the importance of roster management and talent acquisition. That just feels nice, Mike G. That just feels nice that that's being valued. Well, jumping back to something that you said earlier about him selling, you know, you can come in and compete and win a job immediately. Sure. He is not only selling that, he's promising that. He has promised that. Yeah, has to. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like prominently, he has mm-hmm. promised that. Um, and then for a guy who has touted his ability to be able to turn a program around quickly, the, he's got to know that the portal is important. It's going to be an important piece to that that wasn't in place the last time he was a head coach in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Right? That's how you turn a program around quickly. Now, everybody else is util- utilizing the portal as well, too. So it's not like some big advantage that he has over everybody else. Can he can he make it one though? Yeah. It's the question that a lot of fans are going to be looking at for Hugh Freeze and you know how quickly because I mean, after his press conference, what I expect is maybe a rocky year one, or maybe even better than we expected. Rocky to better than most expected year one. Like maybe if he can find a dynamic, if if Robbie Ashford comes along and they do can do some things that cover the multitude of sins they're going to have on offense, you know, maybe. Right. And then in year two, uh, uh, they sh- come November, they should be dead smack in the conversation for the sec West crown. I think they are three offensive linemen away from having a really good offense. Three, huh? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think Zaire is fine. Zier. Every broadcaster says his name differently. I don't know the answer mm-hmm. to that, but I think I think if you get three more, I think you're okay. I really do. Yeah. Well, well pass protect. You got to be able to pass protect better than you have before in the past. And I think I, Kev- I think Freeze's scheme is going to help. It's going to cover a lot line. of that. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I think so. I think Freeze with last year's offensive line, they look better. Yeah, absolutely. We saw that towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. We saw that towards the end of the year when, when this coaching staff was kind of just saying like, you know, there was kind of let's get through the season or whatever. And the schemes elevated us a little bit and Will Friend's play calling. We saw it there too. It's not like the offensive line just magically got better, but I think they were put in a little bit more positions to succeed. I think Hugh Freeze is going to do that. All right. I'm going to go ahead and ask you this question and then I'm going to give you a second to think about it. Okay. Same with you watching and listening. Let's assume Auburn adds 15 guys in the portal over the next few weeks. Let's just assume that. Maybe a little higher, maybe a little lower. I think it's going to be a little lower. We'll have to wait and see. But let's assume 15. That's a number that a lot of people are throwing out there. I want you to think about how those 15 spots should be spread throughout the roster. How many quarterbacks you bring in, how many offensive linemen, how many defensive linemen. I want your thoughts on that in just a second, Mike G. And also in the comments down below, answer that. I think that'd be a fun conversation to have today's show is brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn. These days, every new hire could feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. 
It's important. And you don't want to risk all of that. And so you need to check out our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. They equip you with so many things that a small business owner may not typically have access to, like screening questions and all of these kind of ways that they can scan through resumes and Look at the end of it. If you put a job out there, which you can post for free at linkedinjobs.com slash college, they'll, they'll narrow it down for you. If you have a few hundred apply, they'll be like, hey, these are you know a much smaller number of folks that you need to look at. Be sure to check that out. So LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Mike G of the Warapore, our guest. All right, 15 spots. Mm-hmm. You taking a quarterback? Uh, yes. And, again, what we're hearing is, is that uh, Hugh Freeze has somebody in mind that he's familiar with that he may want to bring in at that position to compete uh, with the incumbent. So yep. we'll see. But I, I think you definitely take a quarterback in the SEC. Do you uh, think they're you, similar to Robbie you, Ashford? Do you think they're a dual threat? Uh, yes, I do. I do, too. Um, and I think that if you have one quarterback in the SEC West these days, you're in trouble. You think they so, played football in Atlanta? Mm, maybe. Okay. Maybe. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. But like I said, I, I think you need more than one guy that can do the job. Think about all the notable injuries we've seen at that position. At P, a major contender. Probably had to play through uh, it. Yeah, he had to play through it. Uh, you know, Hendon Hooker had a very unfortunate injury at the end of the season. It probably sure. cost him a Heisman. Um, and you just got to have multiple guys that could do the job. So, you, you know, I've got, I got 14 spots left. One goes to a quarterback. All right. Running back. Um, I'm not sure this is dire in the portal. I don't know. I'm I with think, you. I, I don't think they need one. I don't think you need a single one. Um, Especially with now, Cobb coming in too. You yeah. got Tamari also. I, yeah. I think you got good. star. You got stars there. You got Cobb coming in. There was some noise, Zach, about tank coming back for another year depending on his NFL draft evaluation. Sure. If, if that happens, you definitely don't need to take a uh, running back this year. So I got zero slots slated for running backs. They're okay. recruiting pretty well at that position. All right, let's go wide receiver. Um, This is how we're doing it. Okay, so what you I want to go somewhere else first? You want to go O-line first? Well, yeah, let's do O-line. Okay. I ain't need four O-linemen out of this portal. Four? Four. Wow. I need you four O linemen out of this portal. I need you to go in. I need you to hit the portal hard, Zach, for O linemen. Like your life depended on it. I'm with and you, man. Convince cool these it. guys to come in because I mean, how many did we get out of portal last year? Zero. I don't think Auburn has a transfer portal. Out of the oh uh, yeah right linemen. yeah so no go get some O linemen. You got to make up for last year and the year before that. Sorry to put I, that. I, I want to correct myself. Free. They technically have transfer linemen. Like Brandon Council technically was in the portal. Okay. Forever ago. But in this new version of college football, the last two years, they have not. In the in the free transfer era of college football, they yeah. have not gotten one. Yeah, it hasn't been good. Go get the linemen that we need, Coach Freeze. It's, you know, we're all living in the fro zone, baby. It's it's time. 
it's time. Freeze there's a warning. Free, there's a freeze warning. There we go. Yeah, there's a freeze warning incoming, right. and it's going to be filled with O linemen. Do, do you want to do receiver next or tight end? Let's go. Let's go D line. Okay. I think this is another position where you go out and you get uh, three or four guys. I'm going to say three. Okay. I'm going to say three. I'm with you on every spot so far, yeah. by the way. Four O-line may be a little high. Yeah, but you got, um, but you, but you got making up to do. But so I'm not arguing with it. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm right. not arguing. You, you could say five or six O-line. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, eh, I don't know. But like, I get the argument behind it. So I'm For totally sure. cool with that. Three defensive linemen. Um, are you counting edge rushers in this? Uh, or are yes. these defensive end slash interior? I think two and two is, I mean, fill okay. your needs, man. I mean, they're, again, you're going to have some attrition. You mentioned uh, Marcus Harrison and mm. uh, Jason. Jason Jones isn't going anywhere. He's coming back. Right. Um, you know, Marcus Harris, I'm not so sure about, but I know Jason Jones is staying for sure. Sure. Yeah. No, I'm there with you. Uh, it looks like Emba is staying as mm-hmm. well. NC Sledge. Um, I think he's going to have a bigger role next mm-hmm. year. So we'll see. Um, if you're counting defensive line and edge together, I'd actually probably say five here. I'd go five? higher than you. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So that, that, that's a difference there. All right. Um, linebacker. Uh, linebacker. Two, maybe one, two. Okay. This is another one of these positions that you really want to get a hold of kids out of high school and kind of develop them in your system. Um, a lot of talk has been made about OC, but I think the DC is going to be really important for the success of this team. Um, and linebackers, man, are, you know, in, in a lot of defenses, those, those are your captains on the field. Those are the guys making sure people are where they need to be. Uh, and you need smart linebackers who understand their, not only their assignment, but everybody else's assignment as well. I'm really concerned about this position group. Me too. Because they um, already weren't great. <laughs> no, uh, and you lost your best one. Yeah, right. And, and those guys were like a little bit better because Owen was on the field next to him. And, and Owen didn't have a great season until the end. I think we all agree on right. that. Or at least mm-hmm. one that he's capable of. And just thinking about Cam Riley being the dude, like, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Right. Right. Listen. Uh, I, I, I got two linebackers as well. I like yeah, because here's the deal. This is, of all the positions... This is the one that I feel like you have. You, if you could go out and get a stud in the portal, I would like it to be at linebacker. Like if they okay, had. So, so you're you're at ten. You're at ten right now. I'm at ten. Okay, so we got five more guys. Um, we skip tight end. It looks like they're going to bring a tight end. Then can I right. put you down for one yep, there? One, is that okay? one. Yeah, I'm not okay. worried about tight end. This is going to be tight end. It's going to be more about scheme than anything, and how they All distribute right. the ball. So we're at eleven, and we haven't discussed DBs. Or wide receivers. Okay, so again, this is exactly where I wanted to be with skill positions. You just two and two, man. You got to go out and you got to find a dynamic. Do they get two receivers? Yeah, just find. You know, you're gonna one guy's so, gonna be. Uh, uh, he's gonna be okay. But if you can go out and just find a dynamic playmaker at wide receiver, somebody who instantly energizes your passing game. So last year and the year before, I was like, just get any receiver you can. Right. right. And, I, and I think the only in this era of college football, I think they've only gotten one transfer receiver. No, okay. two. I got Coy Moore mm-hmm. and Demetrius Zay- Robertson. Is that it? Would, would Zayla Worsham count? I already forgot that he existed. Yeah, I yeah, guess he yeah, would count. So I guess I got three. Blotched him out of your memory. Yeah. Yeah. He's already gone again. So it doesn't even matter. I don't know. But so I guess I got, they've gotten three. And 
Demetrius Robertson was by far the best. I think Coy Moore has its more upside. For sure. But like the offense stunk. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think with wide receiver, I think they're going to be very picky. Like Rah Rah Thomas, that makes sense. They get him from Mississippi State. I think mm -hmm. that makes sense. But I don't think it makes sense to go get another number two wide receiver. I'd rather right. just put can I'd just rather throw it to Camden Brown four more times a game. You know right. what I mean? Um I would say one wide receiver. Okay. I, I would go one wide receiver, three DBs. You went two and two. I would go one I'm wide going receiver. Two and two. Yeah. And I'd honestly be okay going oh and four, zero wide receivers, four DBs mm -hmm. if you if you didn't get that home run hit. Because I I don't think does adding another to Zalen Warshin help you? Well, Does that's what I'm saying. One of those guys has to be a dynamic playmaker, though. Right. Yeah. So so maybe yeah. maybe one and three. You know, I could go sure. I could I could settle with one and three. And DBs are going to be more likely to be used, right? Just because you play so many of them. Yeah. Um, and he's gonna probably he's gonna play more receivers than mm -hmm. he's not gonna run two tight ends all the time. So um cool. I thought it was a fun exercise. I yeah, think we I, both agree on the state of the roster. We're both sure. very concerned about the linebacker position. That's something everybody's so focused on the O-line. Mm -hmm. I think there's a higher chance that the O-line works out than the linebacking situation. Ooh, yeah, we'll, I would agree um, with that as well, too. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to see. So, Mike G, before we jump into our conversation with Zepp Jasper, how can people check out everything you got going on yeah. at the War Report? Lots of stuff, man. Check us out every morning. Uh, we've got a new segment called The Morning Drop. Uh, we're coming at you guys four or five days a that. week. Just uh, doing a little something on that end to, to keep up with the fast-paced, moving world of Auburn sports that is right now. So yeah. check us out on YouTube at thewarreport.com. That's Mike G of The War Report. Be sure to support those guys. We can become good buddies with them. All right, Zeb Jasper talks about this upcoming trip to Atlanta, take on Memphis. A lot of interesting stuff coming your way there. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is the best place to wager on all of your Football, betting, gambling needs. They even have things outside of sports if you're into that. But seriously, check them out. They've got all the props, odds, and lines that you could possibly imagine. And uh, I'm looking forward to using their betting services throughout the college bowl season. So check it out. Bet online. It's where the game starts. Also, today's show brought to you by our friends at Alumni Hall. You can check out everything they have going on at alumnihall.com. But look, if you're an Auburn person you're an Auburn fan you want the best Auburn stuff for you and your family your loved ones your friends whoever it may be all of their stuff is officially licensed through the university and it's good high quality stuff you don't have to worry about colors fading or the interlocking AU falling off of the shirt it's it's good stuff and look it's the holiday season they've got a lot of great deals at alumni hall and alumnihall.com to, to buy whatever you need for the Auburn fan in your life this holiday season. Their physical store that I go to all the time is in Tigertown and Opelika in the Auburn, Opelika, Lee County area. Or if you live out of town and you have a hard time finding good Auburn stuff, go to their website, alumnihall.com. And now joining us as he does every single week here on the show, Auburn guard, Zepp Jasper. Zepp still undefeated, heading to Atlanta this weekend for a little hoops giving action, taking on some other Tigers, Memphis. Uh, how are you feeling about this hoops giving event that uh, that'll have a lot of eyeballs this weekend? Well, it's always a great event, you know, planning, you know, your home state, you know, having most of the guys being from Georgia, yeah, you know, and on the biggest stage, 
State Farm Arena. That's a dream, dream come true. You know, having a big arena, playing a big arena, playing against Penny Hardaway team, NBA coach, um, coach he's coached well team this year. Um, I think they're like six and six and two or six and three. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's just like it's gonna be a fun event um, this Saturday, and um, I can't wait for Auburn fans to pack it out to show who are the real Tigers. And you know it's just gonna be you know it's gonna be a good one. So you guys played in this event last year. You guys took on Nebraska. I would think that would be helpful, right? I mean, you guys have played in this arena before. You've been, you know, kind of been able to see how this is different than just a normal like home game or an away game. That how, how do you expect? You know, what you learned last year about kind of the elements of this um, will help on Saturday. Well, my biggest thing is, you know, last year we coming into this game. We didn't know really how the atmosphere was going to be. Mm-hmm. We didn't know how our fans was going to show up. Um, you know, we were just coming in, you know, looking to play Nebraska, you know, in State Farm Arena. Arena, you see Trey Young play on and throw alleys and shoot almost half-court type shots. Right. So, you know, last year coming in there, seeing, seeing State Farm Arena filled with orange, you know, that was that was amaze, amazed me last year, you know. And then when you when you watched the tournament last year, it's like we had a morning game, but we the one who filled the crowd out. We had the best game, you know, that even though it was that morning, we we had the best fans. We had twice as much as any other fans that came, that any other team that played that that game, that day. But um, you know, I just expect our fans to show up again. You know, this is gonna be a big game. Um, like I said, going against Penny Hardaway. You know, I feel like, you know, he's one of those coaches who got swagger about himself. He's confident in himself. You know, he been he been through everything. He been through the NBA. He been through coaching. So it's like, you know, why not try to get a win against Auburn? You know, sure. Eleven. You know, they're trying to, you know, trying to get back on the map after losing two games. You know, they usually be ranked starting the year off, but mm-hmm. you know they're trying to get back on top. You know, get back in the top twenty-five or whatever the case may be. But you know, going into it. You know, you're going to have guys on our team that's super excited to just step foot in State Farm Arena to get to play in front of their family, and that's in Georgia. Yeah, you got to think Saturday will be feel like a home game like it did in this thing a year ago. Um, just kind of the the geography. And sure, Memphis is closer to Atlanta than Nebraska, but it's still, it's still a haul and just, you know, so many Auburn fans in Atlanta. And look, it's cheaper to go to this game, Zep, than it is to watch you guys in Auburn Arena. So, like, if you're not a season ticket holder, like, it's easier to watch you and just drive an hour and a half to Atlanta than, than to stay in town and, and watch you guys. So, do y'all talk about that at all? Just, like, how wild it is that the Auburn fan base, a lot of folks went out of the country um, to, to watch you guys play earlier this year, and they travel extremely well throughout the SEC. Do you guys talk about that in the locker room at all? Oh, yeah. Sometimes we talk about it. You know, we just talk about the dedication, you know, and the hard work they put in, you know, for us to be successful. You know, a lot of people and a lot of teams are not, they're never going to talk about, you know, our fans make us who we are. Our fans give us that push that we need. You know, sometimes you need a push, you know, not just in basketball, but in life. Sure. And as I look at it, I get my momentum from people that I love and people that, you know, that's going to make sure I'm okay. And I look at Auburn family, like some people that motivate me, yeah. but some people that I got to have with me, 
you know, to, to be successful. So it's like, you know, I love all my family and, uh, you know, with them traveling, you know, I always thank them. Like, I'm grateful, you know, I'm grateful for Auburn fans because a lot of schools, you're not going to see a lot of schools and a lot of people travel outside the country, travel 12 to 14 hours. We're going to bring it. We're going to bring orange, blue, or white. You're going to see it. So, you know, that's that's a great thing about us. And, you know, like I say, we're grateful. You know, without those sure. people, you know, we won't be Auburn. We won't be Auburn family. We won't be ranked them 11 without them. Sure. And I promise you we won't. Right. Yeah. No. And what they've done on the home field, or the home court, rather, has been kind of incredible, what Neville Arena has turned into over the years. So, Zepp, you guys obviously play – Memphis and Atlanta this weekend. You come home and take on Georgia State. Mm-hmm. But then you guys go to the West Coast, out to L.A. to play USC, then up to Seattle to play Washington. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to those two places before? And uh, how do you expect that road trip to go? Well, i never been to Washington before. You know, That's okay. a little bit out of my range a little bit. But <laughs> sure. hey, it's always good for a first thing, first try. I've yeah. been to Southern California, but... I believe those two are going to be some tough games, you know. Our first true role games, you know, mm-hmm. even though it's on the break, but it's still a role game. It's something different, you know. It's like two or three hours back, I think, am I guessing. And um, from, from Eastern time, yeah. From Eastern time, those teams are going to want to beat us. I think those Pac 12 teams, right? Mm-hmm. Both of them, yep. Both of them. So it's like, they didn't get a win, it'd be like quad one wins to them. They're trying to get back on the map. Where the USC, the last two three years, they've been ranked. The Washingtons, they've been trying to get back on the map. They need to win against a a, a great program, the SEC program. You know, Pac-12. No, the SEC is tough. So it's like we have to come out with these wins. Yeah. It's like, or whether we we beat USC, it's like USC going to want us to lose against Washington. Washington is going to want us to lose against USC. So it's like we have to come out 2-0. and the, um, I mean, You guys play USC on a Sunday. It's 4.30 Central Times, 2.30 out there. Mm. Is, that, is it ever weird to play at like weird times like that? Like You, you guys aren't probably used to playing on a, on a Sunday. Does that ever go into – does that ever factor into anything's up? Uh. Yeah, I'm I'm really not used to playing on Sundays. Um but you know, going into that week and that weekend, it's like hey man, we're on the West Coast, man. I'm from the South, man. Let's get this, let's get these two wins, man. Let's get back home. Yeah, sure. I'm not even I'm not gonna lie to you. It's like we gotta get these wins. We gotta come out with the win some type of way. I don't care if it's ugly, mm-hmm. pretty, gritty. No, just get the win. Get the win and come home. That's right. Get the win and come home. I don't care what anybody say. It's tough to play on the road, especially being on the other side of the country. You know yeah. you you know you far away from your family, from That's the right. fans. So you got to know it's going to be tough. You got to know. Yeah. Quick turnaround, too. You play the 18th because of that. It's a Sunday instead of a Saturday. And then you play again on a Wednesday. So 18th. To the twenty first. That's that's quick. I assume y'all are staying out there, right? You're not flying back to Auburn, then flying back out oh, to Washington, right? Yeah. We're gonna go from USC, then we're gonna go right back, you know, yeah. then go right there, and then fly straight to Washington, uh, whatever the case may be. Gotcha. Yeah. Then you come home, you, you get a week off, and then SEC play starts 
when uh when Florida comes to town. So it's about to about to get real zep and you'll join us every week to talk about it every step of the way, my friend. Thank you so much and uh best of luck with everything moving forward, bud. Oh yeah, thank you. That is Auburn guard Zepp Jasper as he joins us every single week here on the show. We'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked On Auburn. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.